Rich, thank you for joining. Thank you for joining us um, on Walking the Walk. Tell us, tell us about you, what, what you do, your job title, what that actually means in practice at Talk Talk. So yeah, so I'm uh, Rich Housen, Network Engineering Director at Talk Talk. I've been here for 17 years now. Wow, one of the one of the longest standing employees. Yeah, started You've seen as, it all. Seen it all. Started as a network engineer when we were still trialing broadband, essentially, and obviously helped to to build a network to what it is today. So. I'm responsible really for essentially building out our network um, to our customer demand um, across end-to-end, right the way across from um, all our 3,000 exchanges that we're in, across the core network, out to the internet, and including sorts of our optical networks and, and voice network services as well that, um, that all our customers use. Wow, you see, you started at TalkTalk before we'd even started selling the broadband. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, so you basically got a map of either mentally or in your bedroom or in your office of sort of 3,000 exchanges and the lines that go between them and our office and the customers and blah, blah, blah. Wow, that's that's complex. Yeah, yeah. It's all, uh, uh, you know, we, we have a sort of, it's almost like, you know, we, we have a almost three layers of networks, a core network, our edge network, if you like, and then the access network that connects to those 3,000 exchanges. So it's quite a hierarchical system that we've got, and that's obviously how we get the scale that we need. So we're at an interesting time. Um, and we, society had hoped that we'd seen the back of the worst of COVID, but we've got another period of restrictions moving into to Christmas and working from home period in mid-December. So, you know... We've seen in the past, haven't we, that these periods, for obvious reasons, create a lot of demand on our network. More people working from home. The houses have more people there trying to do different things. Often kids have been at home at the same time as well. Tell us about the sort of pressure that moments like this have put on our network in the past. So we've been, you know, obviously over certainly the recent years, as more and more people have adopted 4K TV, um, we've now got, you know, sorts of the Amazon uh, Premier League football events, streaming football games over, you know, very short periods of time, as well as things like um, gaming updates, such as Fortnite and Call of Duty. Over the last, you know, two or three years, we have had to get used to dealing with these peak events at various times of the year. So what that's really done is we, it allows us to use a lot of data analysis to actually sort of predict and see what our customers are going to use and demand. And we build this up generally on an annual basis of what we expect um, our network to have to carry at peak time during the course of the year. And we build to that peak, essentially. And within that peak, we have thresholds that say, actually, we'll only aim to utilize sort of 70 to 80% of the network at that, pe- that's, that stage. That's the aim, is it? It's never, never to max out. You exactly. always want to have a buffer. So we have that headroom that then allows us to take, you know, if something does change, we have a big event or whatever, we can always accommodate that. And ultimately, the way we grow the network is we never... You know, because of the as we you know the scale of it, we, you know we have to also always build in advance, so always that little bit ahead of the curve and a little bit ahead of demand that then you know we can easily then accommodate when big changes and, and big events happen. Usage patterns have changed through the pandemic. You know, certainly when all the schools were st- were no longer you know children were at home and not in school, you see connect you know changes in behaviour. So overall usage increases during the daytime, for example. But it's to other areas of the internet. So where a lot of the big collaboration tools are hosted, you know, Microsoft. Well, like um, Slack and Teams, Teams and all those and sorts things of things like that and Zoom, et cetera. So we see big pieces of, you know, big, big move of traffic to those services away from the likes of Netflix during the day, because obviously people are working and, and not watching TV at home as such. So what we had to do across the down, we've always, because we operate both a consumer and, and a business base, we've always had to have good connectivity to those services anyway. 
Unfortunately, the way we have our, our resilient network, we, we managed to absorb that extra traffic quite easily. So, 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 yeah. So, you were we, you were predicting this. I remember, you know, I've, I've spoken to some some of your colleagues and said, look, we just we've been predicting big rises year on year on year. So we basically had to build lanes on the motorway. You know, was yes. one way I've heard it described. You know, to have to keep adding lanes. What does that look like? What what, what is what is that? Because we're not we don't build fiber. We're not like open reach or city fiber and actually putting the the, the the pipes in the ground or the cables in the ground in front of people's houses. What are we What are we doing instead? So as I explained earlier, we've got various layers of the network. So we bring all our customers to the 3,000 open reach exchanges. We then have to capacity plan from those 3,000 exchanges up through two aggregation layers, essentially. So it's looking at how many customers we have on each of those exchanges, the mix of customers that we have, and then actually looking at what the, you know, the usages of those customer cohorts are at those various exchanges. And that allows us to say, we expect customers to grow from X to Y over a 12-month period. And then we would then go and make sure that we've got the right connectivity from those exchanges back to our core network, essentially our edge network. So does that literally, it's sometimes putting in extra, putting in extra sort of high, high capacity cables? High capacity services from those exchanges back to our edge network, our edge connector. So I've got a team of people who, whose sole job is to go and place orders of those circuits. Our field engineering team, they're constantly going and plugging them up when they land. And it's all around getting that capacity in before, you know, right on time before our, you know, we break the existing capacity that we've got there and get them, them into service, you know, right on time before customers need it. And it's only going one way, isn't it? I mean, yeah. we, we, it, usage rose forty percent during the pandemic, um, sort of early last year to early this year. We're seeing rises now. We hit our biggest peak ever the other day for the for the Amazon matches. Yeah. Um, so it's a case you just have to keep. You have to just keep adding. It's a constant cycle, exactly. Yeah. So you know, we added sort of five hundred and fifty-ish circuits in that layer this, this over this last twelve months to keep ahead of demand. Um, and that's exactly, you know, that's, that's, that's what one of my teams do is essentially just constantly order. We have that forecast for the year, but we do then on the, you know, we use a lot of data and we obsess about network performance. So we are constantly monitoring from all our exchange presences across the network for performance, making sure that we are, you know, have the lowest latency as possible and we are tracking that. Latency is what is sort of dropout is where, where. Well, no, so latency is the time it takes from data to get from one point across our okay. network to another. So we're constantly monitoring that and services such as um, online gaming really are sensitive to latency. And also, you know, the lower latency we have, the faster you, really, if you press play on a, on a movie on Amazon Prime or on Netflix, the quicker that you will get that served to you. So that's a key metric for you. It's a key metric for us. So we're constantly measuring that 24 hours a day from those exchanges. And it's around using data to make sure that we're always ahead of, ahead of the curve, really, from the capacity point of view. Yeah, because customers just won't tolerate, rightly, they won't tolerate, you know, if they're online gaming or or watching a film, it needs to be, the accessibility needs to be instant, doesn't it really nowadays? It needs to be instant, exactly. And it, and that's about it. But, you know, as I say, we obsess about customer performance, you know, and making sure that we, we deliver a really good product to the home. How does it work in this period? Because this, this is quite, you know, I would have thought quite tricky because we've got this, uh, we've got Christmas, which is you know, we've got lots of devices being connected for the first time. Um, we've also got Amazon, which has chosen to stream its Premier League matches in the run-up to Christmas to great success, and we've already seen. And we've got this unforeseen, to a certain extent, work from home. You know, how do you how do you cope when a lot of people are trying to wind down <laughs> for for their Christmas holidays? You know, including our you know including our colleagues. How do you how do you plan for this period? It must be quite tricky. 
the key is really is getting everything the way that usually we see normal growth rise is the month of December then is is generally the second busiest period we have in the year. And then as you quite rightly mentioned, as new devices get connected, more people get 4K televisions or the Christmas period or whatever, sort of January, February, we then see just a little bit further growth. So the idea literally is our, our build plan is to get everything in the, the capacity in the network by the end of November. So therefore, we build almost, if you like, for three quarters of the year for this year. We're then done for November for, the, for what we would then say our, our annual growth period is. And then we don't rest. We know we come back in January and we start again then for what will then be next December's. So it's that real sort of January to November is the key thing to make sure that we've got the majority of the capacity in the network for the busy period, which is December, um, January, February time. So it's too late. Your work's your work's done now. You've either done, done this it or you year. haven't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Almost, but we start again now for next year. Now you've got to sit back and watch and see, you know, and 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 see this peak period and how it unfolds. But I guess, as you were saying, there's if we're running at sort of 80 percent, and you're pretty good at predicting, you know, these the peaks and the capacity. I guess you're you're always confident that we've got enough. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and we are generally, you know, we're within sort of 98, 99% accurate of what the forecast is. So, you know, it's a practice that we've continually evolved and tweaked and changed and, and, and improved to make sure that the, we were building in the right places, essentially. The forecasts have got to be right in the first place. So then we then go and build in the right places for our customers. So next year, what does that look like? We've, we've, you've, you start working in January. What are the sort of things we're forecasting for next year? I guess games, Games become ever more complex. The updates, therefore, bigger. TVs get ever, the pixels get ever finer. Yeah, what is, well, what is it? There's two things. Yes, there's the continual growth of, you know, more 4K telly. So, therefore, you can then get better quality streaming from Netflix, Amazon Prime, et cetera. But the next thing, the other thing that's going on in the market is obviously as people transition to higher fiber services to the home. So, as OpenReach and the Broadnet drive more fiber to the premise, Customers are obviously adopting that for us. And then that then grows, you know, greater growth and throughput on the network. So it's looking at how our customer base is transitioning from, you know, to traditional copper based services to fiber based services and then what that means. So that's the other big factor that we have to plan for that customers now can get greater speeds and therefore we need to build to that. So there is a, you know, we're doing big programs of work to make sure that we, our network can accommodate that as we expect more customers next year to be able to take advantage of those services. Yeah, so on gigabit, gigabit capable lines, I mean, you're sometimes increasing a capacity for somebody by twenty fold, aren't you? If you're moving yeah. from fifty to a thousand, exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean, then your 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 work's really cut out for you, isn't it? It is indeed. Yeah, and that's what we've really got to cut. You know, factor in that change and that growth going forward, um, and also the change in behaviour that that may bring. You know, as we go through COVID and and things like that, we've we've got higher bandwidth services that people can take advantage of. But then people are starting to use it and, and new services that will come along to take advantage of that capacity that we've now got at home. So it's predicting the next thing, the next TikTok, the next Netflix and, and seeing what else is out there. You just look at your kids and, and, and yeah. their friends. <laughs> that probably gives you the best indicator. It certainly does, yeah. That's all for today. If you like the podcast, please subscribe in your podcast app. And if you have time, give us a review. If you have a suggestion or question, get in touch on Twitter at TalkTalkGroup. You can follow us there or also on LinkedIn. Thanks a lot for listening.